Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to point out that this episode that you're listening to right now is actually from our spinoff podcast, The Lead Starting Five. That is our daily 10-minute sports news show. That show has its own feed with new episodes publishing there every Monday through Friday. And we'll keep airing episodes here on the Leads feed on Mondays just to introduce more people to that show. So go check it out and subscribe if you like it. All right, here's today's episode. The World Cup kicks off with controversy, glow sticks, and the host nation falling flat. The Dallas Cowboys give the Minnesota Vikings what could be described as a reality check. And the two top teams in women's college hoops send a powerful message and then play some very entertaining basketball. From Wondery, I'm Andres Kelto, and this is Starting Five, five sports headlines in 10 minutes. All right, we're going to start things off in Qatar, where the World Cup finally kicked off on Sunday amid a whole lot of controversy. For anyone who missed it, on Saturday, FIFA president Gianni Infantino, apparently fed up with criticism of FIFA and the host nation of Qatar, held one of the more bizarre press conferences in modern memory. Speaking for roughly an hour, he at one point implied that he understood the plight of gay people, disabled people, Arabs, Africans, and migrant workers because he had had some struggles as a kid. As a child at school, I was bullied because I had uh, red hair. And I had these red, how do you call them? Uh, freckles. So I was bullied, of course, for that. Plus, I was Italian, so imagine. Infantino then reiterated his request that everyone please just focus on soccer. Well, on Sunday, the main broadcaster in the U.S., Fox, apparently took that request to heart. Because as the opening ceremony was about to begin on Sunday morning, Fox did not do what other U.S. broadcasters have done during major sporting events in controversial settings, such as the Beijing Olympics, The Fox broadcast included no discussion of human rights abuses in Qatar, no discussion of migrant worker deaths, or the fact that homosexuality is illegal there, and it gave no explanation of what kind of message Qatar might try to send in the opening ceremony. Instead, U.S. viewers were introduced to someone who called himself Mr. Q from a website called ilovecotter.net. And Mr. Q hyped up the opening ceremony like this. I mean, the first thing that I said to everyone is, listen, you're going to say whoa as soon as you see it. And I really hope that the spectacle just uh, brings a bit of tears to some people's eyes. It's going to be something uh, emotional. I think you're going to be saying it certainly was emotional, I guess you could say, for this viewer. The ceremony, which the BBC and ITV chose not to air in the UK, by the way, included, very weirdly, Morgan Freeman conversing with a Qatari man with no legs, messages of unity, and a lot of dancing and glow sticks. It was, frankly, a bizarre and, to me, rather disturbing spectacle, given the context of the tournament. Anyway, after the ceremony wrapped up, the host nation took the field, and there's really no other way to put this, delivered one of the worst World Cup performances I can remember, registering zero shots on goal and getting completely dominated in a 2-0 loss to Ecuador. Preciado sends in the cross, Esprada, and it's Valencia! And her 
has now scored five consecutive World Cup goals for Ecuador. And Latree are running away with this one right now. Many Qatari fans left at halftime, while Ecuador's fans, frustrated by a last-minute decision to ban alcohol at the stadiums, stayed for the entire game, and at the end, chanted, we want beer. The World Cup continues today, with the U.S. taking on Wales at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ecuador fans, I'll meet you for a beer afterwards. All right, let's move over to the NFL, where the most jaw-dropping game on Sunday happened between the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Now, coming into this game, the Vikings were 8-1, and one, tied for the best record in the NFL. And after their incredible overtime win over the Bills last weekend, they had a lot of people wondering if they were, in fact, the real deal. Well, on Sunday, the Vikings' skeptics were proven right. On Minnesota's very first drive, this is what happened. Cousins, here comes Parsons. Parsons got him from behind and the ball was out. And the Cowboys recover. It was Parsons coming around his man and getting to him from behind. And Armstrong has the recovery. That strip sack, which led to a Cowboys field goal, basically set the tone for this entire game. The Cowboys defensive line absolutely dominated the Vikings O-line in this one, finishing with seven sacks on Kirk Cousins, who ended up 12 of 23 for 105. Yes, 105 yards. Dak Prescott, meanwhile, was sacked zero times in this game, and he and the Cowboys more or less moved the ball at will on offense. After the game, Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell didn't try to sugarcoat the loss. I I do believe that we will respond to this the right way, uh, but at this point in the season, November comes, and and sometimes you can get hit in the mouth. This league has a way of uh, humbling any football team at any point in time if you don't play good football, and we did not tonight. And after that humbling loss, one logical conclusion here is that only one of these teams is truly a contender, and it wasn't the guys in purple. Elsewhere in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles came from behind to eke out a 17-16 win over the Indianapolis Colts, reclaiming their position as the top team in the league. Patrick Mahomes one-upped Justin Herbert in a pretty epic battle of late-game drives as the Chiefs beat the Chargers in a 30-27 thriller. And one of the surprise teams of the year so far, the New York Giants, fell at home to the Detroit Lions by which I mean my Detroit Lions, 31-18. So watch out, NFL. That is three wins in a row for the Lions, who are not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs just yet. Just saying. Moving to college football, the team that at one point felt like the feel-good story of the year, I'm talking about former number one Tennessee, completed a fall from grace over the weekend. It started on Saturday when the Vols lost to South Carolina 63-38. to and in the process, also lost their star quarterback and Heisman hopeful, Hendon Hooker, on this nasty-looking play. This could help Clemson as well. Hooker, ooh, is he okay? He went to the turf. It's not a fumble. He was ruled down there. But now all eyes on Hooker, who went down very awkwardly and is in obvious pain. Oh, my goodness. Well, on Sunday, Vols fans' worst fears came true as it was confirmed that Hooker suffered a torn ACL ending his season. Now at 9-2, and two, Tennessee has slipped to number 9 in the rankings and effectively saw their national title aspirations come to an end. And how this injury will affect Hooker's NFL draft stock remains very much to be seen. Elsewhere in college football, the top three teams remain the same, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan at 1-2-3. And number four, TCU, remained number four, TCU, after pulling out another dramatic victory on Saturday, this time on a wild late-game drive and a very hurried field goal 
against Baylor. Yeah, he got a hustle here, wow. a run, and now it's a total scramble. Emergency mode for the unbeaten Horn Frogs. Hypnotoad in a hurry. Griffin Kell for the win. TCU is undefeated still. Wow. Unreal. Unreal indeed. The Horned Frogs are now 11 and 0. And after its dramatic 48-45 win over rival UCLA on Saturday, USC climbed to number five in the latest AP rankings. It's the first time the Trojans have cracked the top five since September 2017. Over in the NBA, Kyrie Irving held what might be called a do-over press conference on Sunday. As you will recall, Irving was suspended by the Nets for refusing to denounce anti-Semitism and not saying outright that he was not anti-Semitic. That came in the wake of him posting a link to a documentary film with strong anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Well, after missing eight games and reportedly meeting with leaders of the Jewish community, Kyrie Irving returned to the podium on Sunday and said the kinds of things that the Nets PR folks probably wished he had said the last time around. Uh, with all that being said, I just want to uh, offer my uh, deep apologies to all those who are impacted uh, over these last few weeks. And I don't stand for anything uh, close to hate speech or anti-Semitism or anything that is anti going against the human race. After those comments, on Sunday evening, Irving then took the court for the Nets. He played 26 minutes and put up a modest 14 points and five rebounds with no assists as the Nets beat the Memphis Grizzlies 127-115. And I say this next line with a very skeptical bit of hopefulness. Hopefully, that's the last controversy we'll have with Kyrie for a while. All right, we're going to wrap things up in women's college basketball. On Sunday, we saw the game of the season so far as number one South Carolina traveled to Stanford to play the number two Cardinal. Early on in this one, Stanford dominated and got the crowd behind them with plays like this sneaky dish from star guard Haley Jones to 6'4 big Cameron Brink. Jones calls for the Beautiful feed by Haley Jones. The finish on the foul by Brink. Cameron's parents, Michelle and Greg, love it. They had the front row seat. How about the dime from Jones? What do you do with 6-7? Stanford at one point led 21-9, and they held that lead for most of the game. But South Carolina eventually tied things up on a dramatic Aliyah Boston bucket with two seconds left in regulation, sending the game to OT. And then, with Stanford's Cameron Brink fouling out, Aliyah Boston began to dominate in the paint in overtime, and she provided this critical late assist. Cook, back in the hands of Boston. Rectal and Jones, double Boston. Bree Hall delivers the three for number one, South Carolina. Final score, South Carolina 76, Stanford 71. And one more note on this game. Before tip-off, there was a moment of silence in honor of Brittany Griner, who has now been in detention in Russia for nine months. Stanford set up letter-writing stations in the arena concourse and reportedly collected hundreds of letters from fans. Head coaches Don Staley and Tara Vanderveer wore t-shirts with a message of support. And after the game, Don Staley said this about Griner. It's a personal fight for us to bring her home. And every little bit counts. Every little bit, every, every letter. And if it was anyone's loved one, loved ones, you would fight for them. On that note, that's it for today on Starting Five. From Wondery, I'm Andres Kelto. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. And before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.